BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today joining me is... It's like weird to say that we're friends because we really are such good <laughs> friends, but we like have we really have not ever hung out as friends in person. <laughs> My pandemic quarantine friend, not skinny but not fat, Amanda Hirsch. Welcome back to my podcast. First of all, hey girl, hey. you're putting me through an emotional roller coaster of a friendship <laughs> because what some days. You try to convince me that we're best friends. Other days, you tell people we're not friends. Other <laughs> days, not, wait, wait, wait! You just that did. Is not you true. just did. What do you mean? I just said. Are you crazy right now? I'm trying to pump up our live oh, show. Okay, listen. But this is the truth. I don't even think it needs to be popped up, pumped up, because it's a true fact. Like Taylor and I. Haven't met in real life, aside from if you listen to like our gazillion podcasts together before, we told the story. Yes. Um, and if not, you're gonna have to tune in the live show to hear it. Um, June 10th. <laughs> June 10th. Get tickets now. Run, don't walk. <laughs> but it is true. Like we met in person once. And we'll tell the story on the live show again because we've told it a million times before. But um, we ha- didn't. It didn't yeah, go it great. Didn't, it wasn't a vibe. <laughs> and since we reconnected, we'll explain on the live show how that happened exactly. And yes. since then, like, yes. no, now I'll, I'm going to, you know, I get cheesy at times because I want you to know really how much I adore you. And like. In this world of being a celebrity, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of being in this world of like media and entertainment, you meet a lot of people like you do. And I yes. love it about that, right? Like you meet people and a lot of the times it's like the superficial fake relationship that I'm fine with, by the way. Like I'm fine. Totally here for love that. Those. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. we'll totally get together and not like. <laughs> yeah yeah call me when you're you're in new york please don't you know <laughs> so so i mean i'm here for it like and i can love those people and be like oh they're so great don't call you know but with t- <laughs> i don't ever want to see you in person <laughs> but so a lot of those are superficial instagram you know i'll comment on your pic you'll comment on mine kind of vibe right but it ends there and with taylor like i don't know how like i 
and I'm not this type of person either. It's not like I'm this type of person that like calls people. Like I literally call you out of nowhere. Like no rescheduled, no like let's get yes. this call on the cal. No like like I'll just like call Taylor. She picks up, she doesn't pick up. I'll FaceTime her randomly. Like she really even though we didn't meet in person and there are reasons for that. The reason was there is a pandemic. Yes. She had it. <laughs> I had COVID. <laughs> I gave birth in the beginning of yes. our. Remember, I was like, please don't give birth because we have a podcast schedule. <laughs> so see, that's another reason because she's very selfish. Um, but I gave birth. So I literally was so safe. I wasn't seeing anyone. And then recently when I got the vaccine, which was like a month ago or two months ago and literally for me and this is being honest I know a lot of people were less careful than me but because I have a baby I was the most careful ever and just seeing my family um we were like wait we're gonna do the live show so let's actually not see each other until the live show so we can make this like a huge which will probably be very anticlimactic but (laughs) let's make this as dramatic as possible but I did get jealous when I saw you hanging out with other people and posting about it tell 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 specifics (laughs) no because okay Taylor has an amazing like apartment she likes to show off and like roof and I saw her like inviting (laughs) people there and I'm like wait what about me and literally the bitch is like wait till the live show we can't (laughs) we can't ruin it before the live show and I'm like Wait, is she like playing me? What's happening? <laughs> Shut up. No, so the live show, we've really structured it in a way. It's going to be like our first date. It's going to be, it's probably going to be awkward at times. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but we really, we haven't seen each other in yeah. person in so long. When was the last time we literally did see each other face to face? It was. November? No, that was BravoCon. It was BravoHolic event, which was before BravoCon. So it was, sorry, it was March 2019. Wait, don't like think about it. I know you're bad at this, but like, was it? March 2019, I feel like. Yeah. No, you know. Oh, yes, because I was pregnant March 2020. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you. <laughs> Wait, we're both bad at this. I want to even say it was 2008. <laughs> I want to go back that far. It was. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. But listen, we really did talk about that meeting and how things came after on our podcast together. But we will go into it in the live show. And we're also going to be playing like newlywed games. Like, so we fell in love podcasting in the middle of a pandemic. We found love in a hopeless place. So I was like, so everything you said about me, Amanda, I feel the exact same way about you. Like there's a lot of superficial friendships in this industry. And again, like I'm not shitting on them. I'm here for them. They make the world go round. They make the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. go round. But very rarely, like, Anyone that knows me knows I am terrible on the phone. Like, I don't reply to texts. I forget fucking DMs, as we very well know. But I also like 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 phone calls. I really don't talk to a lot of people. It's like Stassi, my mom, and you. That's like it. And girl with no job. I'm not even joking. And then, to be fair, like the co-host on my radio show, talk show, whatever you want to call it, 
uh, Patreon show. I see them on a weekly basis, and we do talk for work, but we're also like catching up. So I'm gonna add them into that because so it basically feels like, the whole world. Like, so basically the whole world. No, no, but like friends from college, yeah. like my best childhood friend who I love, love, love and adore. Like I never talk to people on the phone. I know that's no. the weird thing. Like I really don't either, and I'm bad at to the point that like I'll be on my phone, my phone will ring, and I'll be like. Uh. But I don't know. There's something with Taylor that makes me feel very safe, very at home, very I trust her. Like, I could be in a bad mood and she'll pick me up. Um, Yeah, like what? I was in a bad mood today. What did you do? I was like, get out of it. We don't care. <laughs> I was like, girl, I got you out of the hole literally no, yesterday. Yeah. No, she knows how to spin, but it's funny because yesterday, <laughs> sorry, the day before I texted Taylor and I was like, um, do you have a lawyer? Because, you know, people in the industry have one. She doesn't answer me, which like, I forgot about, right? I've moved on. And then we talked on the phone yesterday and I was like, Oh, and she's like, oh, yeah, you texted me that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I texted you that. No, you said, you said something about the lawyer. And then I said, oh, that's why oh, you yeah, texted yeah. me. Do you know a and lawyer? Then she go, and then I'm like, <laughs> what if I was in jail? And they were like, do you have a lawyer? And I was like, no, but I'll like text Taylor Strecker and ask her if she has one. Like, what if I needed it? That's not a text that you ignore. You can ignore. And what did I say? What did I say? I was at home at my parents. We were planning the wedding and also my mom's birthday. My phone died. And so it was just dead all Sunday. And I said, what? Yeah, no, she did answer the (laughs) phone yesterday when I called her. And she was like, no, I have to imitate your hello. Okay. So like, (laughs) thring, thring. Hello. Uh And I was like, what happened? Like, (laughs) it was legit that I didn't get it. Do it again. Do it again. It was... Bling, 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 bling. Hello. <sighs> like worried she's about to guess, get the worst news. So like I was very concerned because I was like, she sees my number on her screen. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like we're in 1992 where you don't. So like, why was she answering no. like that? Like, what did she, what, what, would, what were you afraid I was going to tell you that like your dog died? I was exhausted. <laughs> I had woken up, had like the ass crack of dawn. Packed my life, packed my car, driven from my parents, like five hours into the city, dropped Taylor off at work. We were like running so late. I like literally, we stopped for, we were like firefighters when we stopped. We stopped, we got gas, we got food, we tinkled, and then we got back in the car and we kept on moving. Like I was driving like a bat out of hell. And so then I got home, I had to double park, I had to unload the whole car by myself. Luckily, there was like an abandoned trolley in our lobby. And I was like, this is a sign from God. Like, I can do this. I can do this. Wait, th- I can why did you have to myself. bring shit back from your parents' house? Just like suitcases. But like, I always, <laughs> I always, like, I always bulk buy stuff when I go to my parents. I have no idea like why. Like Costco? I like their... Kind of like their liquor store has like my favorite Sancerre that I can't oh, find anywhere me. here. So I get like a case of that. And then I also got like a bunch of alcohol for golfing because I'm an alcoholic when I golf and I didn't want to leave it at my parents. It was like tons of White Claw and like beer. And I'm like, if I leave this at my parents, my little brother who is having a party is going to drink all of it. And that's like a hundred dollars worth of alcohol. I'm not leaving it for him and his friends to get wasted off of. So I packed that in the car. But then like when Tay and I go to my parents, we have to work. So we have like all our work equipment, all of our computers. It's like a lot it's of a lot. shit. And you it's have to unload every golf clubs, 
two sets of golf clubs. Is that a lesbian thing? I mean, yes, yes. It's absolutely a lesbian thing. So you didn't golf before? No, no. Are you good at it? And I had... I'm so bad, Amanda. It's so beyond. What? We should go. It's so fun. Wait, it, we can be terrible baby, together and just drink fun. and drive. It's so fun because you're outside. You get to drive a car and get drunk. Okay. Like, like, okay. The car part. The car part sounds fun. Any like thing that's considered a sport while people are smoking during it is like my kind of a sport. Babe, you no know? one's smoking in New York. I'm just saying you could if you wanted to. Wait. So. How, how d- does a waiter come and bring you alcohol at the course? No. Well, sometimes they drive around in their golf carts and they deliver alcohol and snacks. You yeah. pay for it, but still, it's like yeah. an outdoor bar. Or you can, like, bring your own, which is what I do because I'm cheap. But this is happening where your parents live. It's not happening in New York, is it? Well, there's courses in New York, too, that we can go to. Yes. So, anyway... So that's all the shit. So golf, beers. Yeah, I'm a total lesbian. Driving in my Jeep Wrangler, <laughs> like unpacking the car by myself. <laughs> Sweating. Sweating, grunting, losing my mind. And so, th- and then I had to go park the fucking car after I unloaded the car and brought all the shit upstairs. Like it was like, it was, it was, it was a moment so you know in my what? life. I'll flip this. And you this called right after. Right. You called so, right after. So I'll flip this and say I'm shook you answered even. That. Right? Because yeah. that's how much I love you. Right. And I know that I'm doing irreversible damage to all my other relationships right now, admitting this, because my whole vibe is like, I'm so bad with the phone. I can't pick up. You guys know I hate the phone. I didn't see your text message. And so now here we are confirming that I literally like ride or die for Amanda so hard that I'm like literally my arms hanging off and like I'm literally trying to sew it on with my like one finger. And <laughs> she calls and I'm like, hello. Because <laughs> that's like, how much I love you. Literally, that was her hello. But okay. So, okay. I'm taking it i'm embracing it not forgetting you not bailing me out of jail when i asked for a lawyer and you like that's not a text you ignore like i get it i ignore texts too you know but do you ignore hey do you have a lawyer like bitches in to trouble be fair my phone was dead i plugged in for a no, split know, second before we got in the car and i saw oh my god a lawyer but i thought but at this point well she's needed a lawyer all of sunday so she's probably figured it out by now yeah and i'll call her when i get she'll home she'll get out of jail she'll manage she'll get out of jail <laughs> she'll get out of jail <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but seriously, but t- so you guys, this is like, um, again, this is a special bond between it is special, it is special and it's different. And that's why, and this is important to say, and like, I'm always honest and I will say it like I and live shows, like, first of all, live shows in the real world are a different ball game. But in terms of virtual live shows, I knew that I didn't want to kind of do it on my own, yeah. just like a podcast on your own. Like you don't want to be talking to yourself. So for no, me and Taylor was probably like, if we're going to do a virtual live show, like we want to do it together yes. um, because a, it'll be fun for us and it'll be fun for everyone watching and well, we get such feedback from whenever we do podcasts, you on mine, mine on me on yours. We always get people like this together is a special thing. Yeah. So we're like, well, why don't we just bring it together, join forces. And if Dear Media wants to do lives, we'll just do a live together. 
But that's why I'm saving us seeing each other in person for the show. Yeah, but I, I think it's important to say also that, like, for us, we've seen live shows and we've seen that, like, the vibe sometimes might feel like, oh, why, you know, am I buying a ticket? It feels like an Instagram live. And, like, we get that. We hear you. We feel you. We see you. We right. expect the worst at all times. At so all times. we were like, we're not doing that kind of a vibe that we're, like, on Zoom in no. our, like, so that it feels like a regular podcast like we're like I said meeting in person we're doing it at a studio we're making it feel like talk show vibes it's gonna have like different segments gonna have different games gonna have like drinking like it's it's gonna be a different vibe than what you're used to and like that's a really important part because I totally hear and see people who like like that's why remember I don't know who was who's I talking to about like whenever I get asked about doing an IG live I always say no I always say no no, I hate it, IG Live. And then your friends come on and harass you. Oh, they <laughs> do? I don't know. I haven't so, done it. No one comes on for me. People are so annoying. IG Lives are my literal personal hell. I fucking hate them. I never want to do an IG Live ever again in my life. It's, I've done like three. It's three too many. Listen, it's it's also like at the end of the day, like Cara Delevingne can do an IG Live and like 200 people are watching. So like it's <laughs> it's also a not very engaged situation. No. You know, well, and then the, what you end up doing is like people are writing things. You're like, hello from <laughs> India. That's nice. Where do you go? Oh, I go. So you're reading the comments like with your eyes squinted because you can't like see well. And like the whole vibe is just off. You know, it no. doesn't end up being. Well, they're cringy, especially when people start and they're like, thank you, everybody, for coming. Oh, my God, you're here. It's like four people, six people. They're like, oh, my God, mom, mom. It's just so uncomfortable. <laughs> and so when we were doing this, Amanda Amanda was even more adamant about this than me. I was kind of adamant because, like, I've worked in radio for so long. I, like, live in the world of cringe. Mm. I, like, <laughs> cringe is a comfortable spot for me, <laughs> unfortunately. But Amanda was like, I will not do anything that's cringe. Like, I absolutely will not. I'd rather just not do it at all. Mm -hmm. So that was like a, that was the number one huge thing was just no cringe factor. So that's what we decided to actually meet in person too. Because like you said, we were over this whole like, like selling tickets to a virtual thing. Like when we're virtual from each other. Yeah, no, we were definitely like we're together. I was like, even if she's not recovered from COVID, like I'll, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Um, But we knew like the, we were talking about this for so it was so funny because I posted about our live show and I was like we were like preparing for months and like a, a friend of mine like trolled me and she's like were you really preparing for months and I was literally. like literally and I was like no literally like <laughs> literally maybe that's stupid <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't have been preparing for months <laughs> but like we've been talking about them this for months preparing for months we put it, so many hours into this it's <laughs> insane <laughs> A hundred thousand people better buy tickets or else. (laughs) Like, legit. Legit, I I put more work into this, more time into this than anything else in the last six months. Oh, my God. You guys better. And then Amanda would accuse me of backburnering her. Yeah. Oh, think about how far this goes back because we were talking. Okay. (laughs) Taylor brings up the idea for this live show. 
She's the one that actually brought it up like after. No, we discussed it between us, but you were the one I think yes. who told your media like whatever. And yes. then you were like, but wait, like my thing is coming up. My nana is coming up. I don't like it. And I was like, are you back burnering me? <laughs> like she, um, she was putting me on the back burner of like the gazillion things she has going on. And um, and finally, the day has come where I'm on the front. I'm on the front and center burner <laughs> burning on on a high flame. <laughs> Whenever I don't answer an email fast enough, get back to a text quickly enough, Amanda's always like, you're backburnering me. And I love her so much. I want her to know I would never backburner her. So hence me, like literally on a stretcher in an ambulance, no, being but- airlifted to the hospital, <laughs> answering my phone. <laughs> Hello? Um, <laughs> but, but literally, being guys. Being by aliens. <laughs> You're like, if you answer the phone, you're going to die. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it's my best friend. Wait. And then you also, you deny, you deny me when I say how close we are, how much I love you. You're always like, you're, 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 being, you're making fun of me. You're no, not being sincere. No, because I do. I love because you sometimes so I don't much. know if you're kidding. I don't know if you're what kidding. What kid? <laughs> Why would I joke? Why would I joke? Because sometimes you say it half sarcastically and like, you know, sometimes I get insecure and I need validation. Well, I'm here to validate you. I love I you so much. But wait, what do you think it's going to be like when we see each other? Are we going to fall in love? Like, you know, I just watched a Law & Order SVU episode yeah. where... um it, well, this is kind of perverted, but this guy, I'm not going to tell the story. It's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like sometimes when like when like siblings are separated at birth or like, you know, um, like twins are separated at birth or like parents are separated from their children. They never had that, t- that moment to bond when they see each other, like in real life, they fall madly sexually in love. <laughs> It's called GSA. I literally just watched a Law and Order special victim special victims unit about it, and it's like, are we gonna like fall madly in love? Or what something? if it's the opposite? What if we're like, wait? Or what if it's the opposite? What, what if, if we like repel? What if it's the opposite? Well, we have to fake it for the hour that we'll we do the show. It. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we'll fake it for the hour. No, listen, like, you guys. Th- listen, the fact of the matter is, like, and this is for real. And I remember. I think it was Paige DeSorbo who said this on my podcast. And that's when I was like, damn, I like you. Um, Cause I always thought like everyone hangs out in real life all the time, you know, and I'm just bad at it. I'm bad at making plans. I'm bad at like hanging out, whatever. And like Paige DeSorbo who literally puts on a different like nipple cover every night and her mirror is selfie. So you think she's going to so many places and seeing so many friends actually said like, I remember she was like, I was talking about her friendship with Hannah. This was like season like three or four. And she was like, oh, Hannah and I don't like hang out. Like we FaceTime or something. And she was just like, I don't need friends that like want to actually hang out. Because listen, (laughs) at the end of the day, and I really do think this, and this is even pre-pandemic. We all have those friends that are like, pop up once a month and are like hey like want to get dinner sometime soon and you're like sure and then you schedule a date in the very could be a month out and then you'll have the dinner it'll be nice you'll go back to your lives and you'll talk in another month so that friend could be a friend that you know from college high school elementary school whatever 
But to me, that's not like friendship. Cause at the end of the day, like a catch up once every two months over dinner for an hour. Like, I feel like that's not like, um, that's not my vibe. You know what I mean? Right. I like a more, um, even if it's not seeing the person, you know, yes. and even if it's not hanging out, because listen, we all have busy lives, even before the pandemic, it's hard to like get together. But what I think is like, it's not the amount that you hang out in general, not even talking about us or promoting our live show. I'm literally uh, taking notes as you're talking. I'm like, how to be the bestest friend <laughs> ever to Amanda. <laughs> is that I really think that it's like, Sometimes I'm like, I don't need to hang out with this person that I haven't seen in so long. And we do these scheduled dinners. It's like, whatever. Like, they're not up to date on my life. You know, they're not up to date on like what is happening. I have to fill them in now on like two months back. You know what I mean? So yes. it's kind of like, yeah, there are different friendships and there's different, vi especially after the pandemic when we really, if you're, you know, you were being safe, haven't seen people in, in so long. It's the ultimate, the pandemic was the ultimate test of friendships. I think a lot of friendships were made and broken over the course of the pandemic. And now that we're mm. coming out of it, it's like, oh, we can like get together in bigger groups. And I'm like, no, I like that small group vibe. I like being exclusive. I, do, I like not having friends. You do? I do. I like to keep it. I like to keep it tight to the chest. Yeah. I also really like to have individual relationships. I don't like big groups. Mm. I always, I feel very scared of groups. Really? Like, yes. I feel like that's like, I think I was traumatized in like middle school by mean girls. And so in like my, in my mind, it's like, well, if you're in a crew, then you can get fucked with. But if you have like individual friendships, mm -hmm. it's like, you're, you're equal. It's one yeah. against one. I don't like one against three. That's and also scary. friends always, they're the, the friends that act like different in front of other friends. And you're like, when you're with me by yourself, you're not like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Right? And like, it is, it is really true. It is really true. I agree. But we're going to really, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I have very high hopes for our continued friendship after the live but we really are saving like this one-on-one -on -one irl in-person moment for the live and i'm excited but i'm like nervous and like what are you gonna wear and like how much are you gonna drink before let's talk <laughs> this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by molecule mattress not to brag, but I share a bed with a pro bowl quarterback an olympic swimmer and a national women's soccer star I'll explain. When I heard how many elite athletes sleep on a molecule mattress and call it their best sleep ever, I had to test it out for myself and they are spot on. Now, listen, I'm no elite athlete. I've gone on my at-home stationary bike, like, you know, not to brag, five times. I have hot leg syndrome. No, a doctor did not diagnose me. I diagnosed myself. Uh, also, I wake up sore, stiff, back, neck, the whole shebangling, ding-dong day. But with Molecule, you're going to remedy all those issues. Okay, so Molecule sleep scientists literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other foam mattresses. It has six times times the airflow of my old mattress so it keeps me cool all night it has zone reflex layers that adjust to you in all your weird slip positions so you're not going to wake up with a stiff neck or sore back and it's antimicrobial 
Molecule Mattress is how elite athletes and Taylor Strecker get the best sleep ever. Yes, it's for all of us. Sleep on your Molecule Mattress risk-free for 100 nights. If you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever, return it. That's when you know something's good because they're like, you don't like it? Send it back. No prob, but you will like it. That's the point. Visit onmolecule.com and save 20% with promo code Taylor. Again, save 20% with promo code Taylor. T-A-Y-L-O-R at onmolecule, like on, O-N, molecule, M-O-L-E-C-U-L-E.com. And now back to the podcast. (laughs) Well, I think what's going to make it so fun is that like, I've never been on like a first date like me either really have you yeah not really not well i guess with husband but i had met him at a club you know what i mean i met i met husband at a club too that's funny was been husband maybe i'll just start calling hus was but if he pisses me off i'll be like you're gonna be was been point two seconds um but i know i've never gone like a i've never gone on a first date where it's like planned out and there you have that like anticipation i'm really happy that i i know you guys i I feel you single ladies it's hard i could not like i'm not an awkward person per se but i'll get awkward you know what i mean like that's the thing like my little sister gets like awkward she's like you're not awkward i'm like i'm awkward if you hear me on the phone with people i haven't been ever on the phone with before i'm awkward you know what i mean like we're all like trying to find a way to interact and not sound weird not talk weird not whatever like i couldn't imagine going on weird things right and then people can pick up any weird things wait by the way i do something weird have you noticed it what you have you swear to god you haven't noticed i don't know what you're gonna say i'll tell you after you tell me okay so I I have like a blinking thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen it before. What's the blinking thing? Show me. <laughs> Wait, is that a twitch? I just did it. So I ha- kind of have a twitch, but <laughs> do you want to still be my friend? Yeah. yeah. But I get Botox for it. So the reason it's been so bad in the pandemic is that I haven't had Botox in a really long time. So it came out. So I just got Botox. So the blinkies finito i think for the live show i can't believe it that's great but sometimes when i get nervous or like a little tired which i will be for the live show because it's like i'm seeing you for the first time in forever and also like it's just a live show like it's gonna be fun but i always get like a little bit nervous so i might be like blinking so like you want to still be my friend yeah that's so cute i um (laughs) i i i wonder because i told you i had bell's palsy on one of my eyes and i remember our first podcast you told me your dad is a doctor and i was like i wonder if he could that's so is that i wonder if that's weird to people that like i like that i didn't get botox yet in my life like does everyone get botox i really got botox because of the blinkies the blinkies like so i'm getting botox you call it the blinkies to make it like a cutie thing (laughs) no i'm serious it's cute I'm such a like weird little neurotic thing. So of course I have the blinkies. <laughs> the blinkies. It used to be worse. It used to be everywhere. And I can't even talk about it or I'll start doing it again. But like it used to be like I wiggle my nose like this and then I would do this with my fingers and I would do it with my toes. See, I'm doing it all now. And then I would just like, ah. It's so weird. Yes- my- Yesterday I was interviewed about like mental health and um, 
and I love talking about it because I think it's so important. And I know that for a superficial bitch like me, if I hear that someone I look up to or somebody famous, like, you know, is on Zoloft like I am or, you know, has anxiety like I do. Like it's not misery as company. It's more like just makes you feel like not alone. Right. So if I can talk about it, normalize it, express it, whatever. So I had this like hour conversation with this really cool new initiative that's going to make like talking about mental health, like those kinds of pieces, like really raw, really real coming from people that people may follow or like or know. And, um, I was really excited to be a part of it. And literally after it, I was like, oh my God, like my chest is tight. Like when you talk about the things, you feel the things like, that's why going to therapy can be such a scary thing because people are like, oh, you'll feel so good after like, no, but like, you'll feel so anxious before. And so, you know, it just like, and I realized like I was talking to her and after it, I legit could have used like a massage, a yoga session. Like I was describing all of the things really does make you feel yeah. all of the things. Yep. So even talking about the blinkies and saying it like makes like puts me back into it. But like, I'm not joking. Like I, my dad used to walk in the living room and I'd be watching TV and he'd be like, Taylor. And I was like, he's like, what are you doing? And I would go, I would be like wrapped up like a pretzel, like everything tight. And I was like, I just want to be tight. I just want to be so impossibly tight. So I, maybe I'll do that at the live show. Wait, but <laughs> when you were getting these blankies, were you feeling anxiety in your body or was that just your way of coping, but you weren't actually feeling like well, feelings? It's a couple things. So my parents like sent me like, so with the blankies, I was like doing theater when I was little. So they were really like, this isn't really good for theater. And when I would go on like commercial auditions, they'd be like, I'm not going to, I'm not getting it because of the blinkies. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to hire blinky girl. (laughs) So what, they Botox you up when you were a child? No, this is the crazy thing, right? So I, so it started when I was like 12 ish and I was like Annie and I'm like all like, Blinky and stuff <laughs> on stage. So my my parents were like, "What is it?" So they sent me to like a neurologist. Nothing. They sent me to mm. like an allergist, or maybe it's an allergy. So finally, after we went to all the specialists, they were like, "It's got to be psychological." So I go to a therapist. Her name is Yanoff. I went to her and she was like, you have pent up anger. Like you're so busy trying to be like perfect and well behaved that like you're not letting out your aggression. So I think it's directly connected to just like anxiety and aggression and anger. And she was like, so you just like, you need to start swearing. So then I'm like, fuck this bullshit. Fuck that. And I'm still blinking. So it's like, <laughs> my parents are like, what has happened to our child? And then, so then they're like, forget it. So then I was just like blinking up a storm, swearing up a storm. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, like literally. And then they're like, she just wants to be tight. We don't know. And then I'm 18 and my dad's like, we were like at my great aunt's for something and they were talking about a family member that had like a blinking disorder. And my mom said, look, my dad, she's like, rich, it's hereditary. And he was like, oh, I forgot about that. And he was like, I have this thing called Botox. It works for hemifacial buffer spasms, which I guess she probably has. So we'll just give her the Botox. Botox fixed. That is a good to know. I feel like for, yes. for a lot of people, like yes. really good to know. I wonder if that works on like all twitcheroos. Well, I will say this, though. It's like it gets rid of a lot of it. But I mean, you still have like little residuals here and there. So I think the blinkies might come out during showtime because, <laughs> I was, you know, 
I'll just I'll, wait. I'll where do you do the Botox? You. Do you do it in your forehead? Well, now that I'm getting a needle stuck in my face, I'm like, just stick it everywhere because we're already we're already having a needle in our face. Plus we might as well get rid dad. of the wrinkles. Yes. So I get it around my eyes. I get it in between for like that, like like what furrow line, and then I get it in the forehead. Can you see? So you don't do oh nothing, girl. Oh my god. Nothing. Right. So here, no. I was my my dad said he would do my lips. Oh what no, do you not think? lips. The the lines here. Why or that do I, filler. Why do no, I need that? I, no, I was thinking about myself. <laughs> or or the mouth lines filler. See, I don't even know different no. things. He can because I was just home. He can do fillers like in your face. So I because I said I was like I want to get rid of these lines because I feel like I work in a young industry. I need to be young, and so I was like I want you to lift. And he's like I can do that. But then he was like, Well, you're getting married in a couple months, and like. Your face is very, your face is youthful. Like you have like a heart-shaped face. So we'll save that procedure for like a couple years when you start to like really First droop all, like, a, like a bass hound and then we'll really like <laughs> pinch it back up. How lucky that you have a, what kind of doctor is he? He's an, actually he's an ophthalmologist. He's an eye surgeon, but he like loves plastics and eye surgeons have super steady hands, which is like great for plastics. So, and also they like know the muscles and stuff around the eyes. So, I mean, if a dermatologist can give you Botox, an ophthalmologist definitely should be in the category for that. So, but doesn't he have to like just buy plastics. the Botox? Yeah, and he's got lasers and machines. That's how he took all my moly moles off, and my skin tags. That's why I have a Band-Aid face right, right now. That? Hopefully my Band-Aid face will be gone for the live show. We'll see. No promises. What do you mean no promises? Would you still want to do the show with me if I'm a Band-Aid face? I mean... Uh- then you know we'll have to have to put it like a Madonna mic. I feel like it's a great excuse for a Madonna mic. Do you get what I'm saying? That's to what I thought was it at first. I was like, is she doing some kind of like? I'm about to go perform a concert with Britney Spears when I'm done. <laughs> oh, Britney! I know. She really is an iconic. I mean. I drove seven hours to my parents. That's how long it takes with traffic. Yeah. And Tay and I at the very end. We were just like delirious. And I was like, put on Britney Spears or something. And as we were listening, we were like, she is the greatest artist of all time. And also singing Britney Spears. I don't want to make you jealous because I know we're best friends. But singing Britney Spears with my lover slash fiance slash soon to be wife. I was like, I like looked and I was like, this being a lesbian is amazing. Not only are we like in love, but like we're singing Britney Spears together, each covering our ears, like harmonizing. That's it was so like, cute just a lesbian dream no that really is because like has would never right he would be like who is this beyonce <laughs> um and no sometimes i'm like when we got married like i just want to know did i ask you questions did i check like compatibility it's so wild because like i think and this is like honest i think when you meet somebody young like the way i met um my husband is like you fall in love you're like everything's like you know whatever and you're not making the lists that you do when you meet somebody at 30 so like everything is very chemical and very like obviously we were like nr but like best friends and everything but like i know today from like single friends that like it's so different like you meet somebody in your 30s and you're like do you 
know who Chandler is. Like you have a list, like, and if it, the, the person doesn't meet the list of like yeah. everything. And like when you're younger and you meet somebody, you don't have like a list. You don't care how much money they're making. You don't care. Yeah. I mean, you do cause you're a monster, <laughs> but you don't care like what kind of parent, like so you're not, true. you're not thinking yeah. you're, you're just Are like you be good role model. Yes. None yeah, of those things. Like my friends literally will be like, they'll, my single friends that tell me about dating, which like is hard because they'll tell me. And to me, it's so fascinating because like I said, I haven't been. And to me, it's like, like, I think I'm inventing the wheel. I'm like, you should have a blog about <laughs> dating because this <laughs> stuff is hilarious. And they're like, yeah, it's my life. And it's actually like not fun to like meet a new gross person every day. And like, but they'll just tell me the wildest stories just like about guys like, sending selfies or like videos of them like driving the car like to, like I couldn't even imagine like I want to write right? a meme and I'm sure I'll get hate for it but like I wanted to write like imagine you know the like imagine uh agreeing to marry someone and finding out their family runs like a 5k or something yeah so for me it's like imagine falling in love with a dude and this is like sexist against dudes and finding out he takes selfies. <laughs> like, I don't no, know if that I is so fair. Like, no, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen guys with self. It was a very like Jack's thing with the pretty filter, you know, very, very. I, I well, was been was actually very like right when Instagram came out, like he was a little bit more into it than me. And I found it to be a huge turnoff. <laughs> now I'm also a lesbian, but just to be clear, I was like, why do you, why are you more into like, like, especially at the advent of Instagram, I feel like it was very like, I think being super social does track with like, um, a, a female gender norm, right? If we're going to talk about like being gender norms and stuff like that. But I do, I, I feel like social media in the very beginning felt like very, like, yeah, it's annoying, but, like, for girls. So when yeah. guys were like, oh, I love Instagram, selfie, you want to know who unfollowed me? It's like, <laughs> But, like, still today, I feel like if I was in the dating world and I would have to check out a guy's Instagram, uh-huh. I there would be so many things. It would be, like, no... Like there's, it's okay if there's an accidental, accidental shirtless pic, but not like yes. seven of your abs, no. not selfies. You know what would be cute? Like pictures of you and your niece. That is actually, that is total bait for women and it works like a charm. I, that's what I'm saying. It works kids. like a charm. Like a few pictures of you and your niece and like literally and, and like a low following follower count, like a low yes. one. Like you don't even yes. care. Oh, low follower and following and like seven pictures. Like you took one in 2012, one, like you don't even, you don't need, your last one had like the border. Remember when Instagram had the border <laughs> filter um, where it looked like the edges were burnt off. Like we don't want you to be socially active. That's why with nope. Travis Barker and I'm yes, going to spend I this. I was just going to say no, that. No, you were not. Don't pretend I, like you were going to literally, say that. Literally, as you said, the burnt off edges in seven picture, I was thinking <laughs> not like Travis Barker. <laughs> Listen, my biggest thing, right? I know. See, we better win at the newlywed game, which we won't. We were not. Well, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be funny. You might be surprised how much I know about you. Well, I think we get each other on so many levels, but I think we won't know like basic things. I agree. Actually, which will be the funny part. Um, So Travis Barker. 
So Travis Barker, which I'll, of course I have to like talk about the Kardashians for two seconds in any podcast that I do, <laughs> is that like I'm so obsessed with Kravis. I'm basically a Kravis fan page, um, but I keep on, and these are things that keep me up, and like I think about them daily. It's like, yes, Travis, I know you were in Blink-182. I know you're a big deal without Courtney. Like, I know. But you seem to be... Like, were you, I wasn't following him until I started dating Courtney. He wasn't like on my timeline. So like, were you this socially active? Like, were you exactly he's posting boomerang selfie, uh, boomerang, like every day there's like a picture of him, but in a boomerang format, stop shirtless, pouty, pouty. He has a pout. Yeah. He has a pout. But then it's like, I'll go through this roller coaster and it's the same with him as it is with like MGK. Um, that I'm like, am I attracted? Am I not attracted? Like, and like, these are decisions I have to make, you know, because obviously these are <laughs> options that are presented. I know. To me. I see you. I see you toiling on your page. It's like, oh, am I turned on or am I not turned on? Because like, it's the same thing. Like MGK, like. Am I into like the black tongue, like rock and roll, like yes. snort cocaine, <laughs> like no. But when he talks and he thinks like his daughter, uh, he has a daughter, which makes him hot. His yep. daughter, he calls Megan Fox's twin flame. Like, first of all, Megan Fox makes them hot. You know what I mean? Um, like uh, if he was with anyone, if he was with not Megan Kelly, McKelly, Fox, Fox. machine Kelly? gun Kelly. Oh, <laughs> That could be a vibe. That could be a couple name. Ah, oh, also, be. just real quick. Sorry, I can't help myself, but I'm excited for the lime live because <laughs> I know nothing about pop culture. And Amanda is the truly the like connoisseur. And she's going to basically live roast me the entire time. See, Megan You're going to be Kelly. so disappointed at my lack of knowledge on pop culture. Megan Kelly, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is all I have to say. I love Megan Kelly and Machine Gun Kelly together. <laughs> They're a hot couple. I'm like your 85-year-old grandma. <laughs> um, who blinks? Who, who has the blinkies? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I go through a daily thing with Travis because I'm like, you're a bit too socially active for a dude. I just feel like a bit. And savvy at it. That's the other thing too. Yeah. It's like maybe, like maybe I, like my husband can't post anything without being like, what should I write? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Don't write anything. Put emoji. He's like, what emoji? (laughs) So I feel like, I don't know, maybe you know you know what you know so like that's what i live with maybe if i was living with a selfie taking ab having you know boomerang posting dude i'd feel differently and also like no shame to all those dudes but for me personally i just want to be the one that's obsessed with myself and posting pictures of myself and like we don't need you like another person no, you want your guy to be like taking the pictures for you, all 567,000 But how does that them. work then with lesbians? I tr- well, I was going to say it's a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Tay, you should go look at our, our social media following or our, our social media. Why, why am I a thousand years old today? <laughs> uh, go look at our Instagrams. Yeah. How, our social media followings. What? Just go look at our fucking Instagrams. <laughs> at Taylor Strecker, at Taylor Donahue. But like... I'm all, I am the Instagram husband. I am always taking pictures of her and she like never takes pictures of me. And I know she's going to start screaming the second she's editing this and be like, 
I want to take pictures of you, but you don't let me. But it's like, she is like a photographer constantly taking pictures, but like her subjects need to be like 11 feet tall and 95 pounds, which is not me. And I'm always like, can you, you're literally, you live, you're a giraffe. You live in the treetops. Why are you always, how are you even capable of getting the angle from under my chin? Oh my God, Every yeah. picture she takes, I have like five fucking chins. So anyway, it is a struggle. And like one time, the most mad I ever got at her, like in a really long time, she was in Cannes for work. And she posted a picture of herself in a bikini and I was fucking livid. And I was with Stassi in LA because she was like across the world doing work. So I went to go hang out with my friend to drink away my sorrows. And I was like, that I got like so upset about it. I was like, what is she doing posting a picture in a bikini on a beach in Cannes? And then I was just, there's a lot of, it's, it's difficult. There's a lot of competition. It's yeah. confusing. It's, Wait, yeah. can I just tell really people? Mad. And if you don't want to edit it out, but can I just tell people that we were planning the live show and you can. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, obviously, because like I'm saying, guys, we literally plan this. This won't be like a winged situation. Um, and I was like, you know, we'll definitely have to talk pop culture, like news of the day. And I was like, Taylor, what's going to be like, you know, we have other segments and games, but I was like, what segment do you, like you want to take like charge of? And, um, and I was like, maybe a lesbian segment. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we get to the meeting with like, you know, two, um, coworkers at Dear Media. And I feel like I could he- feel Taylor like the entire time <laughs> we she was looking. We were going through the whole like rundown, yeah. like segment by segment. We were rapidly yeah. approaching the lesbian segment yeah. that I, I was could supposed tell. to I could come like up hear with. her like, <laughs> you know, I could just like under, and then it's like, we're like a segment before. And she's like, guys, guys, I just want to say like, maybe, maybe we won't do that segment. So I was like, listen, I, I, I just feel like, and, and I'll say this, and this is why I thought it would be good. And I said that to Taylor so many times. I feel like, you know, everyone that talks to you and hears about your relationship with Taylor, you make it so like hashtag goals and like knock on wood, no evil eye. But like, you. you know, the insight from you like, into like a lesbian relationship, I feel like is so different and so important and so cool That's and true. so lovely. So like I just and funny and like we make it light and funny. So like we thought. But um, speaking of our live show. Yes. We're going to be late to our live show rundown. I know. Real quick, what are we going to wear? I don't know. Should we dress up or make it cash? Should we wear pajamas I with no. heels? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so like Real Housewives to like wear <laughs> silk pajamas. Should we? Yes! Uh. Should we make people vote and wear people vote? Yes. And then also, what are we drinking? Well, you're going to bring the fucking Sancerre, bitch. Yeah, but like how much? I'm a drinker. Are we going to get fucked up? <laughs> no. Cause we're doing meet and greets after too. We are doing meet and greets. That's our way to slide that in. That's our way to slide that in, promote that. We're doing meet and how greets How much are we going to drink? How much are we going to drink? Do you think like a bottle each is fair? 
I okay. I mean, I obviously knew I loved you, but this is like something I was really concerned about. One night we were uh, we were on a uh, Facetime just like randomly, and Amanda was drinking a Corona, and I was like, oh, thank Jesus, we're gonna be drinking buddies because like the worst thing in the world is. I mean, listen, if you're sober, fucking congratulations. It's so good. It's so good, and I am as secretly jealous. But like, I remember I'm just such a drinker. I remember I met Nikki Glazer and like fell so in love with her, and I was like, go, we're gonna go out to the bar and Nikki was like oh I don't drink and I was like bye yeah or you have a friend that's like on a diet it's like the same thing it's like you have a friend that's like on a diet and you go out to eat and she's like I'm not like I'm having a salad or like I had a friend that was on a diet and she like wasn't drinking because of like she was trying to eat so healthy to, and I, that was like I, I oh my god I got like well I'm thinking back I'm not even friends with that girl anymore and I don't know if it's that because of that night but I got so upset I was like you know we make these plans and like we're going out and like you can't even it's like offensive it's like am I not worth the 200 calories am I not worth the 13 grams of sugar like you know I'm taking it fucking personally so like you can have one glass like I don't care whatever gets you a little a little funsies but like I want to be worth that for you because I knew that bitch was going on dates and she was saving those glasses of wine for those fucking (laughs) tinder dates so I wanted to know if our friendship was important enough and it wasn't we're no longer friends you're worth a whole bottle of calories Thanks, for me. Babe. <laughs> um, you guys, make sure to tune in to the live. <laughs> you guys. You guys. guys. <laughs> Wait, so when is it? It's June 10th, which is next Thursday. No, it's really not. Oh, yes, it, it is. is. It, it is. is. It, it is. is. It is. It is. <laughs> it's June 10th. What time? It's at 9 p.m. Eastern, Perfect. 6 p.m. Pacific. Perfect. Get a cocktail or not, whatever your vibe is. And we're going to be playing games, like literally being on a first date, literally. getting fucked up. Yeah. And you guys can also, there's a Q&A section. There's meet and greets. You guys can interact with us while we're doing it, but we're not going to be like annoying like on Instagram live. Like, yeah, we're not going to be squinting. What are your questions? No, we're not going to do that. We're yeah. going to have Gary there. And there might be a surprise celebrity guest. We're working on something special. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a present for Amanda. Okay, that I don't know okay. about. Okay, <laughs> you're the one that said it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys, seriously, come. It'll be so fun. Just go. And to- we won't be promoting the live show on the live show. So it'll be- <laughs> <laughs> At least you got that. Oh, no, just go to um, at not skinny, but not fat. Me at Taylor Strecker. We'll have it'll be Lincoln bio. I'm yeah, sure Lincoln yes. bio. Is that what the kids do? That's what they do. They link it in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have the fucking Lincoln bio right now? No. Okay. <laughs> I will. Okay. But okay. it's theirs. Okay. Okay. Do you? I do. Fuck. I have a link tree, which you would never even know how to make a link tree. But we're late. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's it for us, you guys. Have a great week. Um, we'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. We'll also be doing our live show next week, next Thursday, June 10th. Don't forget, 9 p.m. East, 6 p.m. West. Myself, Amanda, making your dreams come true. And also, follow Amanda and Not Skinny But Not Fat. <laughs> Did I say that already? I don't know how to wrap this up. Did you wrap, you didn't wrap it I'm starting to blink. I'm getting tight. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. We gotta go. We gotta go. You guys have a great one. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs>